Everyone, a very warm welcome to QuickBox Lab. Sorry, we're a little bit late, and uh, especially to people like Paul Kersey, who's been sat there waiting. A few technical problems our end. Um, well, we say a few technical problems. There was one technical problem, but we'll move swiftly on. Um, welcome to QuickBox Labs, the only QuickBox Lab, and therefore the best QuickBooks UK-based. Uh, podcast in the whole universe uh, we aim to go live within the first week of each month at which point we hang around these microphones talk about all the latest news tips and tricks for the world of quickbooks online and uh, the world of accounts as well and boy do we have some stuff to talk about today i'm one of your hosts aaron patrick a chart accountant and owner of a county firm called boffick certified uk trainer fancy logo that quickbooks chap on youtube and with me is a panel of experts charlie i'm gonna let you go first today we'd like to tell people who you are what you do and uh, how people can find you yeah hello oh i think i've got a slight time delay on mine so i hope that doesn't cause problems i am charlie khan i am a chartered accountant based in west london long time quickbooks user um i run a group on facebook called qboa user group uh for accountants you can just go to facebook in the groups and look for qboa uk um and i am also as my t-shirt says if you can see it see it somewhere oh it's blurred me out um a <laughs> member of the quickbooks accountant council um along with you two fine chaps so um yeah that's me yeah i can go next cool uh johan gory i'm the group managing director of on point accounting group i am the co-founder of client engager practice management software uh i am the co-host on ask the accountant uh podcasts and other series that we run and also a member of the accounting council there we go <laughs> you've still got your sticker on <laughs> i've got to get my hat i'm gonna go and get my hat well, that was the cool thing mm. isn't it? you leave the stickers on right that's oh. that's the cool we we haven't spoke about it have we now we've got personalized oh. charlie's gonna get his yeah but now we've got personalized haven't we qbc on mine jg on yours i spoke about it in my uh day in the life blog which can be found on my youtube channel <laughs> There it is. CNC, look at that. Oh, what do we guess the ends for? I'm going to go Nigel. What about you, Jan? Say again. What's the end? The end. The N, my initial CNC. So it's your it's your middle name. We can guess, but I'm going Nigel. Okay. Natalie. Yeah. It's his weekend name. <laughs> it is Nat yeah. Johan was closest with Natalie. It's Nicholas. Nicholas. Oh, yeah, Nicholas. Nicholas. Yeah. Oh, that's a good... yeah. Now, 
Let's not start telling people your favourite four-digit number or your national insurance number or get ourselves in trouble. <laughs> so, again, we have a cracking store for you, and let's figure out how this all works. So, so first of all, we are live to the world at a regular time at 4.30 UK time on the first Wednesday of each month. And if you're listening back to us at any other time through the podcast, and why not get involved and join in live, where we've got Paul here. Hello, Paul. How are you doing? Uh, Boffix is here as well. No, Boffix isn't here. That's uh, <laughs> Crunders here as well so great to see everyone there's more of you popping in as well great to see um for more we're live on the podcast services around the globe so feel free to subscribe on your podcast service of choice and our agenda for today is as follows we are going to talk about a couple of tiny little updates that have come to quickbooks uk so we're going to make sure that that comes through um and also we're going to talk about some updates that have happened in the us product which we think you're going to be really excited about so let's just quickly go through oh and then we're going to talk about apron and then we're going to talk about practice manager and i think we've got some uh, interesting things to talk about practice manager haven't we uh, people we've got uh, one very positive down in down in the bottom there one not so positive in the side and i'm going to stay completely neutral on it so we'll see how that goes um let's talk about some updates as we've gone forward though so if i just quickly bring my screen up really small this one but if you go to your new bar now, you can add a customer and add a supplier. Really like that. I mean, I feel like this page has not had some love in a long time. So the fact that it's had some updates to it is quite exciting because hopefully that means some more's on its way. Am I over an analyzing that or or what do you think? What's uh, what's your what's everyone's um, point of view of these quick updates? I think it's logical to put them there. It's the new button, so add makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem having it there. I mean, I'm not sure. Most of the time, when I add a, uh, add a customer or add a supplier, it's at the point of uh, creating an invoice or a bill or something anyway, so I don't need exactly. it terribly much, but quite nice to have it there for people uh, who want to. Yeah, all fine. Yeah, yeah. I just, I'm just hoping this gets something. I don't know what it needs. It just, it's been the same for a long time, right? And we've had our new left-hand navigation panel that's been nice and swanky. Maybe it's time for a new new bar. Maybe, maybe, maybe a long over. Um, but yeah, you'll see that. There's a lot of accountants and bookkeepers that are um, reeling from the shock of change already. Do we, do we want to inflict <laughs> more change on them? Oh, you know, I'm up for it. So, you know, if anything, it gives me more content to talk about on my channel. So, you know, <laughs> I'm always up for a quick change. Now, on this next one, um, I've done really well at redacting the client information. Um, as you can see there, may have missed one slight uh, error of it. <laughs> so please don't read the uh, top line. Um, but there's this really weird... I thought you were on your final warning for GDPR. I know, right? I know. I know. I'm just <laughs> pushing it out there, pushing the boundaries even more. Um, but we now have this new, new feature solution. Basically, the client can come along and say, we've reviewed your invoice, but need some more info. And basically saying, sorry, they reviewed and reach out to let you know how you'd like to be paid. Effectively, they're getting the option to ask you to put the pay now button onto QuickBooks. Um, now, as Joanne mentioned in, in beforehand, this does seem a bit spammy. We've got a US dollar sign just here. Um, we've got a bank transfer option there which is us only at this point in time um you know it, yeah it seems like it's um a bit 
bit of an American feature that kind of sneaked into the UK without properly going through the 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 kind of channels and stuff. But I personally think it's a great feature. What about you guys? Go for it. So I've got, I've got two issues here. Well, maybe a few. But so first issue is QuickBooks is such an easy target for anyone to send fake invoices on behalf of your company from. Very there true. is a there is a known spam target there. And same with zero, like they're both equally easy targets. So it's very easy to format an email and make it look like it's come from someone's QuickBooks and they, someone you know and you'll pay. So it's so important when they launch new stuff like this that we're informed, which we haven't been, and that it looks right from day one. Putting dollars on there and putting features on there that aren't available in the UK, the first thing I saw of it, I binned it and I put it into junk because I expected it to be I didn't even want to entertain it because it was highly likely to be spam. Yeah. So they've done themselves no favors there. Um, and it's been very poorly executed. My second and biggest issue is this is my business. I will run my business how I choose. And if I've chosen not to turn on the payment feature from QuickBooks, I do not expect them to be empowering my customer to tell me how they want to pay. I do business on my terms. They will use the term, the facilities I provide. Can I ask for one small counter to that, though? If, if the rumors are true and that the payment portals are going to be open up in the coming time frame, whatever that time frame is going to be, and say someone like Cresco was available to have a pay now button there, would your view change? No, because I'd still want to, I would still dictate how my payments provide, are provided. If Kresko was powering the pay now button, then I'd have turned it on. And they would have never needed to demand that they can pay me through this pay now button. I suppose like, the only the only time that doesn't happen though is recurring invoices, right? Because we have that problem. We'll have a recurring invoice go out. We've not pressed the pay now button or they've stopped, you know, their direct debit solution, they've cancelled it or whatever, you know, there's been a reason why they're not got that pay now button turned on. They're the only times when they invoice. True. Do clients pay by bank? And they've got a link on both the email and the invoice to Cresco. Yeah. So they've got direct debit. They've got bank details. And I'm giving them three ways to doing it. I'm not letting them decide, dictate they want a fourth. Well, funny story. That redacted client on there that you obviously don't know who it was so you can't go through gdpr issues or anything um, <laughs> he's on um uh what do you call it on um uh go cardless already for gyro debit it's a recurring transaction i don't know why that form came up um and basically it's all like it is you know it should be the perfect way of doing it so i have no idea how he's activated this or what's happened or anything else but i think not even a new client so i can't even say that they were you know trying to pay and wasn't sure that it was going to get paid by direct debit or anything so i don't know i, I don't know but yeah it seems like which then adds to if you take that scenario that you've got there mm -hmm. and you're presented with that screen which you've not been told about has got the wrong currency on it adds to more suspicious looking email yeah yeah charlie your thoughts I completely agree with Johan. Um, I think absolutely the most important thing is it's down to the supplier to decide how their customers pay them. 
Um, it's not for the customer to tell the supplier how they want to pay them. Um, the the issue I had, and I, I, I could be wrong about this because I, I stopped testing it a while later, was when you start adding in the, the credit card options. I mean, I've had situations with a client in the past where the only way they could get one particular customer of theirs to pay them who hadn't paid their bill for about 18 months um, was to get turn on credit cards. And the problem yeah. is that when I turned it on, it, it suddenly made it available to every single person to pay them. So I contacted the my client's customer on their behalf, said, when can you pay it? I turned it on, let them pay with a card, and then turned it back off again um, to stop everybody else trying to pay with cards because they had to pay a commission to whichever, I think it was probably PayPal, but whichever car company it was, they had to pay a commission and they didn't want all their other customers paying them and losing commission when all their other customers were happily paying them with other direct debits or bank transfers. Um, so I, I, I agree with you, and you it's it's down to the supplier to decide how they want people to pay them yeah makes sense makes sense well i suppose all we can do is keep an eye out on it i i generally believe this has been turned on by accident or it's gone through the it shouldn't have been activated especially in its current format with the yeah. you know us uh branding all over it and and dollars and everything else so we'll see we'll see how it goes uh what we've got in the comments we've got um Come on, Cresco. We want the pay now buttons. All the other day from a client and thought it was good. Yeah. Um, Just to yeah. clarify that, though, Kirsty, it's not Cresco we're waiting to hurry up. Cresco are banging at the door of QuickBooks. The pay now button is monopolized by PayPal. It's QuickBooks that needs to do something with it. It's not a reflection on Cresco for being slow or anything. Yeah. 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 Um, and your next comment apron but could we um, could that not before apron. oh sorry i was going to ask though on that could because go cardless now allow one-off oh, i'm missing a point here i'm not sure go cardless now do they not allow one-off payments could you not do a could they not link since they've already got a go cardless not through go card not through um quickbooks they don't but they could do no in the same no, way that they could the, for the only feature that's on the api between go cardless and quickbooks to my understanding is the direct debit feature Right, yeah, okay. which was built for Go Cardless, wasn't it? It was like yeah. a custom-built uh, okay. API, so no one else has access to it. Not that there's anyone else out there doing direct debits anyway, so it's not like we're we're asking. Yeah, we're that to open. yeah. Well, ignition, ignition do direct debits, but yeah. Is it direct or is it standing order? No, it's a, it's not even standing order. It's a uh, subscription to a credit on a bank card or credit card. It's not direct debit guaranteed. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, because I think Stripe do a direct debit knockoff as well. But again, it's same same issue as you oh, just said, isn't it? Yeah, it's just a recurring charge on you. Yeah. Bank card. Right then. So um, that's pretty much it for updates for the UK. Pardon the big one. Practice oh, manager, which we'll over in 17 minutes. Well done, guys. <laughs> I, I interrupt you when you bring it. You, you brought up Kirsty's comment about Apron Hub. Yes, we'll we'll bring we'll we'll swing around to that one. Oh, okay. um, I, I was about to say that we've got that as a topic that we're going to talk about, so we're going to swing back around to that. Um, so that's kind of the updates for uh, UK, apart from the PM uh, release, which is very very exciting that we'll come to. But first of all, I thought I'd quickly show you some updates that happened over the US that. I know I'll come into the UK. So this is a bit of a preview of what to expect. So the first one is profit and loss has had its, um, or what they call this enhanced, is it enhanced, enhanced uh, reporting um, feature turned on. Um, yeah. So thoughts 
of the new profit and loss view. When did QuickBooks start taking lessons from zero on what a feature update should look like? Like <laughs> I thought it was only zero that just did fonts and layout changes to make and classed it as a new feature. Oh, no, no. In fact, this is more than fonts and layout. The new enhanced feature does bring in some new functionality um especially if and i'm just trying to find if it is available on this or not uh yeah so you can have more than one condition on your filter <sighs> there's kind of a hierarchy update for the display mm, i think we lose our profit loss by month though which is a slight shape yeah that, that's not how, how is this better than the, than the report oh. and the very, very customizable report we've had for years? Oh, no, months is there. Sorry, months is there. So, yeah, we're okay. We've got that. Um, so we still have our month one. The one thing that frustrates me is the all dates has gone from the <laughs> from the custom dates menu. I love that feature because especially in, uh, this is a demo account, so I've got like hardly any data in it. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Thoughts like yeah this is what it's going to look like this is what the new future is going to be what is the advantage of these over the reports that they've been running for years that work very well that we're all used to that are very very customizable what is the advantage of these i don't get it so the only advantage i can put in their defense is that saving the customization options easier so instead of doing that whole save as customized put a name blah 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 you save the report and then you can go back to the report quickly and easily that's definitely an enhancement right that's definitely a, a we're, we're used to it we get we get it but for, for a new user it's a bit confusing right it's, i've got to save it then i've got to go to this separate section and find it from there okay so that's that's an enhancement uh, you can um, export to new uh, items i know they've got like the google um integration haven't they now that you could do if you're in advance and yeah from a there's a one and it forgets i forget which way where there's a way of doing a different hierarchy of um grouping of the data so you could get different data you've never been able to get before other than that i'm not 100 percent sure um yeah well see what um, i would like to see on 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 reports would be the ability to set the hierarchy levels a bit like you know when you group things in excel you can choose let's say you've got three sub levels you can choose whether you just look at level one two or three if you could set the hierarchies in in the pnl so for example what i will typically do in my chart of accounts a lot of us will do this is you'll have accounts and you have sub accounts specifically yeah. in the overheads now if i could set it that run a pnl that just shows me at the first level you know whether it's admin expenses employee yeah. expenses premises whatever whatever your headings are or run a pnl at the next level down across the entire thing great that would be a nice feature and in um, fairness that's what that's what this is so the new group here uh, uh, okay. item there so you can now do account name and then a subgroup and you can go down i think it's free uh, up to three of them so that's what i meant by the hierarchy it's about the grouping and being able to move from that so but is this picking the hierarchy from the chart of accounts or would you have to set yeah, it up within yeah so i've got here account okay. name uh, as one of them for example and then i could add another one and then go well let's do transaction type for example and then hierarchy it down from there and you can see i, I can pour example this demo data but you can see here i've got sales and deposits as two different ones that i can then interact with through there so we are getting that and through advanced we get that pivot table option as well through here so there's a few kind of extra 
bells and whistles is all I can really say. I'm just not 100% sure I like the layout. I, I just... I don't. Yeah. As but long then, as this does not replace... If they keep the old format... I, I, I've, I've never had a problem with them adding new features as long as they don't replace a well-loved feature that's been working for years and a lot of us have got used to it and just we know how it works and it does exactly what we need. Add them but new ones by all means, but as long as they don't replace the old ones. The, I suppose the danger of that is how long will those old ones be supported for? Because how, how long I do you keep putting resources in there? Do you know what I mean? Like It's difficult, isn't it? As, as an app developer, how long would you support an old feature for? But is it, yeah. is it a feature? Yeah, I don't know. It's, well, just, it's just a different way of saying it. I've got is why I don't think this looks any better than the previous reporting tool that we had. So I don't think, like, when I think of how do we improve like reporting tools, I want it to be more business owner friendly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lists of numbers we all know do not, business owners don't get it nine out of 10 times. Why are we wasting time on this when we could have been developing further the insights page with the graphs and the charts? Yeah, the overview page. It's it's a misallocation okay. of resources, in my view. For and I, I don't see the gain. For what you have to remember is the QuickBooks client, like stereotypical client, is a small business. Those small businesses don't need categories, tags um locations specific reports built in a specific way for their venture capitalists and people to understand and stuff like they need simplicity and the overview page is 10 times more powerful for those people which hasn't had an update in a long time has it since it came it's out too basic to be any relevance that's why yeah. we use the analytics it was released and then Left that alone. was it really wasn't it it was uh, yeah, I mean, it's coming this new update. There are some extra bits we can't do now, so there is some functionality there, but yeah, I don't know. But is it functionality that the majority of QuickBooks firms, uh, QuickBooks Not businesses today. use? It's very niche, very niche amount of people yeah, who take, take advantage of it, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is functionality they've been asking for, and I suppose it's functionality in from quickbooks desktop is it is this feature parity now that's a ros question um <laughs> I, I still think it's staff that we think feature parity is something that's built in the 90s yeah but if that's what you run your business on and that's how you've been but you had this one particular report that you were you know fixated on it's it's trying to bring that back to them isn't it modernize mm. um Kirsty says it looks tiny and that is part and parcel my fault as well because i'm zoomed out so uh, does this make any better Kirsty? it doesn't it is smaller but does that make any better um and paul says i like the new reports view i just wish i could i would remember the settings or let us create custom settings in this view yeah that is the most frustrating thing as soon as we go back in it's um it's that overall it feels more like a spreadsheet than a report now though it, that's that, not a good thing not for you, but some of us like spreadsheets, so some of us. <laughs> uh, comfort yeah. in sound and all that, comfort in, the, in spreadsheets. But yeah, it it's not as as good as the old one. But then again, are we just so used to that old one that we're, we're there's, there's roasted to glasses there, maybe, possibly? Uh, you know me, Aaron, I'm all up for change and betterment of things. 
I just don't see the betterment for the majority of users in in cases of that use QuickBooks in this. Uh, yeah, I'm struggling to argue against that as well. Okay, okay, okay. So <laughs> that is the profit and loss beta that's out there now. One more positive update we think is the new budget. Uh, uh, option so now we go into budgeting we have a whole new page thrown at us so if you remember what it looked like before compared to what it looks like now uh we get to do a budget type profit and loss i wonder if there's a tick box there have we got more to come in the future is this some sort of cash flow budgeting coming soon maybe maybe not um the fact there is a tick box there is quite exciting though uh, we get to choose our period as we did before we get to do consolidated or subdivided budgets and we have this new create a budget from scratch button just here and what is exciting as well is you can create a budget in the spreadsheet so if i just go press next show you the new experience you'll see again this is us only at the moment but we are looking to hopefully bring this or this will be coming to uk at some point um, but we we have a whole new budgeting area so we can put in budget totals over here uh, use this click to split across the row button like we had before although that's splitting it across the row as opposed to copying um, copying hmm okay I suppose if you are if, i suppose oh, right if you know your annual budget yeah if i'm in the budget totals if i went into january and then it will copy them over and then it will do it back. So I actually quite like that. You get a bit of both. Just need a learning figure for that one. Um, you get to do reference data coming through. You can do yearly, quarterly, monthly at the top here. Show all reference data as well. Close that. There's a little button here to look at compact and hide empty rows. I'm, I can't complain at this. I'm liking this a lot. Um, big, big update as well is the option to edit in spreadsheet. And what I've been told, or at least I'm, I, I was... Was I told? Is that an NDA? Let's say I'm. I believe it's two-way sync. <laughs> Go from there. <laughs> so the budget has been there since day one, right? It was well overdue an upgrade. We've got to be happy with this, everyone. What are we saying? <gasps> Batch actions as well. I mean, okay, yeah. So batch actions—that's new. I don't think overall it's all that new looking. Um, no. Is it not though? I mean, no, it looked pretty. We never had the budget totals. So yeah, there's some. Let's see what it comes out like when it comes to the UK. Um, yeah. I, I, have be, again, I have to be share. I have to be honest. I I can't remember the last time I ever thought I need to do a budget. I'll go to QuickBooks. Yeah, but that's because their tool wasn't. And where's budget available brilliant. now? It used to be available in all licenses, isn't it? Just the pro, uh, the plus, and the advanced now. It was never all. It was. Um, it was always just plus, I think. Yeah, plus. Was it essentials? No, I think yeah, it was essentials at one so. point. Maybe, maybe, but it was. Okay. Yeah, it was. It was definitely one in simple style. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, is this yeah. a pro only, uh, an advanced only one? I don't know. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. They need, they need to find only. new ways to add value to that blooming thing, and. Because if you remember, budget became part of the left-hand navigation as well. It was almost like, oh, a new feature. But it wasn't yeah. a new feature, just a feature that people didn't realize was in the settings, right? Yeah. Now, what I've not tried doing is can you, because you can now bring in actuals to date and then have your yes. budget. Can you bring in your actuals on a cash basis and then effectively create a budgeted cash flow? So you've got actual cash flows for the first, let's say, six months of the year. And then, and then your budget cash flows for the next six months of the year. 
or can you only bring if you're assuming you're running your accounts generally on an accruals basis could you only bring the stuff the data and not on an accruals basis because if they can do that if effectively you can set up a cash flow yeah. um in the product and then keep and then keep updating it so you set up a cash flow for the year and then yeah. as the years go through you say okay for the for, overwrite the budget cash flows with the actuals for whatever months we've completed that would be a nice feature yeah i i assume you could get that done in the new edit and spreadsheet two-way sync option because you're limitless yeah. then right Bring yeah, but I'd like, to have it in, I'd like to have it fully in product. Yeah. yeah. This obsession of taking everything into a spreadsheet to import it back yeah. in, I'm not I'm not on board with this at all. I think you want I, I want to do everything it. in product. I get it. And I yeah, it's because <clears> I, I remember I remember your excitement when you heard about group accounts come in and then mm -hmm. <laughs> I get it. And I understand that. I just feel like it's then, you know, it's the way of just giving us the tool it's the toolbox right and then this is the tool to complete the tool but you know to 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 do it and i feel like that's all they're doing is just giving us a toolbox at this point which i'm i'm happy enough with like for some clients this is more than what they'll ever need and yeah they'll be really really happy with this and this just gives us another talking point when we're going through management meetings and stuff with them if they use quickbooks advanced well that's the thing isn't it i mean if you're using advanced i've not played with it yet other than just a I'd almost go as far as to say, if you're using advanced, your business at such complexity and size, actually yeah. you need a more powerful tool than this, and a spreadsheet, yeah. would, or than or than spreadsheet would give you. Yeah, you need. Oh no, a spreadsheet. A spreadsheet could you, you could do it with a spreadsheet with the, with the fact that they've got the the full. It's not an API, but whatever it is that that, that links it to a to a live spreadsheet. Uh, you've got that functionality there in advance, which allows you then to create whatever you want. You can bring in, presumably, you can bring in cash or accruals basis data you can do whatever you like on that if you want but the vast i've only got one client that's that's, that's got advanced uh so the vast majority of my clients don't need it so that's one more than me <laughs> <laughs> i i do have one now but yeah it's uh, yeah and and i've got boffic so technically too but yeah yeah, <sighs> yeah. i mean even for boffic this will be useful for us like we, we might be able to get rid of our spreadsheets might just be able to put in product we'll see yeah, until you export it into a spreadsheet yeah but at least there'll be an updated spreadsheet right <laughs> save me having to get each one to go down and copy and paste so yeah so the new budgeting feature i i like it i i'm glad it's had some love i'm glad it's here um yeah let's let's get this over to uk and uh hopefully then we can talk about it and uh, try and enhance on it really because yeah it's a, a feature that's there cool all right so that was that you wanted to talk about apron didn't you um charlie yeah so so apron uh, for those of you who do not know what apron is um you actually very excited introduced me to it, Aaron. At uh, I think it was at Accountex this year in in May, whenever it was this year, Accountex yeah. in London. Sorry, and I... you said to me, "Go check, go check out these guys at Apron," which I did. Um, and what they have is a very very nice tool that that links with QuickBooks and Zero as well, but obviously links with QuickBooks. And what it does at the moment is that it pulls out of QuickBooks all of your uh, unpaid purchase invoices from the creditors ledger. Um, assuming that you have the image of the invoice itself, it brings that into Apron too. And then it uses its OCR technology to read the bank details from the invoice. And within your Apron hub, 
you can see all your unpaid invoices, what the bank details for them all are. Most importantly, it runs confirmation of pay checks on the screen before you've even done anything with it. So you can check that each uh, payee, you've got the correct bank details. It's not fraudulent, which was delayed me using April until they launched that. But they launched that uh, yeah. two or three months ago. Yeah. Um, and I mean, just in terms of how easy it was to use, I had a demo of it a few months ago. And within 20 minutes of that demo finishing, I had added myself as a new accountant user to Apron. I had added my first client. I had brought in the invoices and paid the first suppliers all within 20 minutes. It Amazing. is incredibly easy yeah. to use. Uh, it's very intuitive. Um, but there's also a load of other features in there, which they have, like you can add approvers, uh, which just, oh, we don't have, I think there is some sort of approval process in Zero, but QuickBooks has never had approval or purchase invoices in it. So you've got that facility to add into it. And what they have just announced in the last week is they've raised a further 12 million pounds um, and they have launched two features. They've got the thing called an Apron Harbor, which I can mention in a moment. But the thing that really excites me is that they are now working on what they're calling their snap feature, similar to receipt snapping QuickBooks, but essentially doing what Dex does, what auto entry does, all the rest of it, where instead of getting your, your image of the purchase invoice into QuickBooks by some other means and then Apron pulling it out for payments, Apron will, will be a, you know, an all-in-one shop. You, you will use Apron to get your purchase invoice into QuickBooks. Uh, they will have they've already got approvals process so you will now have the wonderful facility to have approvals of invoices before you even pay as well as approvals on the payment process and i for one cannot wait um if charlie where did any, you hear that or see that they announced that, they, they announced it in, in, yeah in their 12 million pound announcement they announced snap as their um in Sorry, their I thought we were just getting sued because Aaron and I have known about this for a while, but we're under non-disclosure. Yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 yeah, no, it's it it is out, and um, cool. and I'm I'm I made comments on it on LinkedIn, and and, and Bogdan Great. came back and, and thanked me for my comments. Um, no, it, yeah. it is. I, I I checked very carefully, but yeah, because <laughs> uh, I too was sort of aware of it prior to that. Uh, but yeah. they, they they've announced their snap in their press release last week. Um, and Great. it it I I for me that will. You know, I've been waiting for, for QuickBooks Receipt Snap to get better, but I, I don't need to wait any longer because April, I don't know how long it'll be. I, I'm hoping Q1 Not long of the year. April. Yeah. Um, and it, I have absolutely no doubt that it will be brilliant and it will blow everything else out of the water. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait for it. Yeah, it's brilliant. Just one question from your end, Charlie. You've been playing with it lately. Uh, Has it been bringing in QuickBooks bills lately? Because we had a... We just found that slight little, there's a little issue with it for, for a few days, but I don't know if it's been fixed now. I think it was just your end, Darren. Like it, oh, was it? I checked all my clients and we've not had what any issues. Oh, yeah. okay. Must be me then. I've I've yet to do the ticketing and all that rubbish. So yeah, I'll have to just go in and have a look at it. But yeah. And no wonder yeah. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> That's exactly it. I'm not paying you until I can, I'm not typing in your information. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that anymore. I wait for Apron to do it for can I, me. <laughs> can we also bring a bit of attention to Apron's pricing? Because I think this is as fundamentally different and groundbreaking as anyone else's, uh, anything else they're doing. Like, Don't get me wrong. The fact that for the last few months, my team have been able to hook up a client, pull in all the bills from QuickBooks, it's reread all, all with OCR and pulled out the banking details with a very good success rate. And then it can also do the payroll payments quick and easy, like 
drag and drop the backs file and you're absolutely fine. But the the subscriptions on here are phenomenal value. So, Aaron, have you got the apron subscription models you can bring up? Yeah, I can do it. They've, ju they've just changed it slightly, I believe. But um... Yeah. So, yeah, it was like 30 quid a month fixed. And yep. you got you yep. could pay your bills and stuff. But they've now changed it. So you've got three tiers. Payroll up to 50 payments a month is free of charge. Yeah. I haven't got a single client that will exceed that. So I can now go to every single client and go, look, I don't need to charge you 10, 20, 30, 40 quid for the software plus our time and for delivering the service. I can now charge you for just the service. You're not paying right. software fees. All of a sudden for small businesses, this is now affordable to have backs payments made for uh, payroll. And the clients that we've been doing it with are loving life. Yeah. Um, and then it's £1.20 to pay a bill or you go on to their monthly subscription where it, you get X amount of bills and it works out like cheaper per bill. Yeah, so it it's £29 a month. And you get that includes fifty payments, so yeah, that's not fifty people. bills. I mean, if if you got if you got six bills from one supplier and you pay them all with one payment, that's only one of your fifty. Yeah. Uh, and then if you go beyond fifty payments, um, then on top of that twenty nine quid a month, you pay eighty pence per additional transaction. Yeah. yeah. And then you got and then you got the pro tier, which is forty nine pounds a month, uh, which gives you a hundred supplier payments, right. and then reduces the fifty p overage if you go over the hundred. I think Fantastic. I, I just I think softwares in the accounting industry have got bloody greedy over the last two years. Everyone's putting their prices up. Everyone's going, well, what are your other options? You pay us or you do it manually and cost of wages have gone up. People like Apron coming in and disrupting the market with pricing like that, providing it's a viable business model, like client engager, we're doing really well because of our disruptive pricing and every client every firm we sign up is a profitable firm for us. So uh, I think the accounting industry's need, software industry has needed this disruption for a long time yeah. to put people like Dext, auto entry potentially. Uh, we don't know what the snap feature is going to look like, but you've had either free and crap, which is receipt capture or hub doc. Uh -huh. Like there's a, there's a group of people in the market that is good for, but the majority it's not. And then you've got expensive. Hmm. So for disruptives like these to come in and not just price disruptively, but deliver an amazing product to disrupt that side of things as well. We've been crying out for people like Apron for the last two or three years, and I'm so pleased they're here. Yeah. It, it is wonderfully easy to use. I mean, truly, truly wonderfully easy to use. I love it. Yeah. And, uh, and that new dashboard just makes things every, so much easier. Well, yeah. The, the other thing, yeah. So the other thing we haven't mentioned is their hub, which I, which was, oh, I, was less I mean, yeah. So they're calling it hub. Say hello to. Yeah. I'm looking at their press release now on their their blog. Uh, so yeah, just to to to, to Johan's comment about yeah, they they've announced here next in the pipeline is Apron Snap that captures invoices instantly and automatically, fetches invoices from your clients, snaps all the invoice info, info categorizes it automatically and feeds it into your bookkeeping software like Zero or QuickBooks. So that's the Snap thing. And then their hub that they've announced. Um, I believe that what this will do is it will allow the accountant to see 
all your clients' information yeah. together in yeah, one place. You can say yeah. this this member of my staff can work with this client or these transactions. Yeah, exactly. Roles of clients and do all of that. And that would be fantastic. For it's, on sc- it's on screen now. Look, there's the whole yeah. Oh, there you go. Right. And you yeah, can yeah. see how many pay- things are payment and wait, like pending awaiting authorization and stuff. Right. Yeah. So I, I saw the accounting web announcement where they said hubs, you know, hub is available as of today. And it's like, I've not got a hub. So I gave I gave the team an apron, of course, and said, um, you, your press release says it's available now. It's not. So they rolled it out to me on Monday, and I've had an absolute ball playing with it. I've really enjoyed it. I added all my team members really quickly and easily. We've been adding more and more clients because of the new pricing tariff. Like, they're not daft. Uh. I Thanks. think uh, they said that the I mean, I've, I've not got a hub yet. I think they said if everybody will have it within a few weeks. But if you want it, then just as you have, you can ask for it now. I, I've yeah. not asked because I've been away. I've only just got back this morning. And if you away. started a new one, you're guaranteed to be the to have it yeah. there, aren't you? It's that, it's yeah. that sort of. But I think we'll all have it within a, within three four weeks. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. All right, so there's the apron update of, and that's how to do an update, right? Let's uh, get everyone hyped and excited about it. Yep. Let's talk about our main topic of the day then, which is practice management. Oh, first of all, we've got a question from coming through. We've got um, Kirsty saying that she likes the sound of aprons. Yay. We're we, we definitely loving the sound of that. Um, and says so currently in development, which we'll see uh, goes through. And Paul says, so what's the thoughts on Cresco payments versus apron? Are you suing what are you yeah, using one yeah. exclusively <laughs> or considering each of a client by a client basis? I've, dropped Cresco for bill payments because yeah. Apron just nails it. Oh. Apron has got everything I've been telling Cresco they've needed. So Cresco have been waiting for QuickBooks to open the door and for QuickBooks to store the bank details. That's a QuickBooks problem. Until QuickBooks solve it, we can't do anything with it. Yeah. Or you create all your clients manually, and it's, I haven't got time for that. So... To be able to, and they also, it's open banking. So anyone using Metro Bank can't use it. Tide uh. is a, unpredictable at best. Uh. Whereas Apron, because they've also got the ability to pay by a bank card, it rules that problem out. Like, Cresco could have delivered this years ago, but they chose to go down a different route. And for that reason, like, the, we still have issues trying to import pay ba- pay files into Cresco that I just drag and drop and Apron just destroys them, like, consumes them, dealt with it instantly. Yeah. So Cresco will I always have a place for my well, invoicing, as it were. Yeah, yeah. A- Apron are looking yeah. to APIs, aren't they, at different payrolls and stuff. So watch yeah. that space of, and maybe even, even easier going down. So, yeah, oh. Cresco will always be our number one for – like you said, bringing money in, but making payments, yeah. Unfortunately, it's uh, it's not unfortunate because I I like the fact that there's multiple <clears throat> solutions, right? And we can lean on both of them. So looking good. All right, cool. Let's talk about our main topic then, which is QuickBooks practice management. So full disclosure, we have someone in the room who is a co-owner of a rival practice management solution. So his views may be. Um, <laughs> Maybe unique. Uh, maybe. Oh, I don't think. I think that's the worst part of it, though, isn't it? That my views aren't unique. Well, no, true, <laughs> true. Um, 
you've got someone here who's been a lifelong accounting manager user for a long, long time, um, but has been on the beta for them for, uh, but been on the beta for practice management since it was announced and launched and has uh, been playing around with it. And then we've got Charlie who played around a little bit with the, with the kind of similar version of, um, of uh, what do you call it? Of, um, of practice management but you've had a you've been to every practice management solution out there right like you've literally oh i've i've, I've danced with all of them yeah yeah, yeah. treaded on their toes wasted yeah, exactly. their time yeah <laughs> yeah because of people like charlie your practice management software's need investment <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i look at them all and go isn't this great but wouldn't it be good if it also did x um and, and until uh, they yeah. do that, I'm not moving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's let's remind each other. Are we are we allowed to say where where QuickBooks practice managers come from, or is that all just rumor and speculation? I mean, we can speculate. We believe right. it looks like a, a very prominent practice management solution that's already on the market. Um, so yeah, we'll. Uh, we can leave it at that, can't we? I don't think we're supposed to know the ins and outs of it, but fair enough. Yeah, this is very similar, but they have gone their own way. They are adding features that that other solution doesn't have, so it comes from there. Um, I'll be completely frank. When I first kind of got my hands on it and played around with it, my initial reaction to this solution was: it's not quite a practice management solution, but it's got potential to be an amazing task management solution. Um, and I'm not sure too much have changed my opinion of that yet but let's have a play around with it and let's have a look so on screen now is um the practice management dashboard so here you get a list of all your clients um 822 of them apparently um and that's very important to know how many clients you are because that's going to determine your fee structure going forward in terms of the fee banding uh, what is slightly annoying is that they've not just brought in my existing clients but every client i've ever had on quickbooks since day zero <laughs> including inactive ones or, or clients who have since moved on <laughs> so yeah that's slightly awkward <laughs> but yeah they've they're all all on here um so we have our um um our client list here very similar is this charlie to what you remember from that other piece of software that we're dancing around is that yeah i mean it, it you know like, like like all of these things when things get get uh white label the rest of it you know it, it, it's slightly different but the basic underlying tool is is as it was in a previous iteration yeah yeah um you have the option to add client at the top maybe add from company's house if you want to uh we can go to a work area and we can see what tasks are outstanding at the moment um and you go into a task and you've got these options to do little tip boxes and stuff like that and going through from there and bring them in now the bit that quickbooks has added that no other software can do and this is where it's pretty clever is that you do have the opportunity to do deep links directly to said client so whatever client i was in at this point in time i could click on this link and i will be taken to that place to that area within quickbooks for you then to say bank cleared in this case for example now i know long term their idea is to bring in more of these deep links uh, have the opportunity not just maybe bank cleared but maybe how many transactions are going to be there will be useful right like if it tells you you've got 25 transactions 108 transactions, whatever the number is that'll be pretty powerful and bringing that data in that's what 
for me, when I say this is potentially going to be a fantastic task management solution, that's what it needs, right? It needs that opportunity to bring that data in, having that holistic view. Um, it has the opportunity to chase records for you, has opportunity to have these tick boxes and you can, all of these are fully customizable. You can put that information in. Um, and yeah, you then have the opportunity to send emails, put things through. Um, you can see what client tasks are outstanding for a particular client. You can upload documents to sign, but then you have to send a link to the client and that link is then how they get access to it. Um, there's an email option so you can bring emails in. You can look at your team, you can look at the clients. There's a reporting section so you can see how many emails received and sent and you can look at work to be completed this month and templates. I, mean, I do find this quite um, interesting. According to thing, I've got 882 clients, 506 of them are on QuickBooks, um, and I have 316 self-employed licenses, which I was not aware of. Um, <laughs> and is also, I don't think true, but well, that's, that's fine. Um, uh, tells you how many other licenses you've got and gives you a nice little breakdown from there. Um, and then there's some settings, including integration options. So you've got Zapier, Zam, um, contact fields, custom field groups, clients. Um, yeah, if I jump into a client, just so people can see it, go to this one here. Look like this. So you can add your contacts, add some links, and put it through from there. So whistle stop tour. I mean, I don't really feel like at this moment it. Full transparency at this moment in time, the wow factors are those deep links and the ability to jump to the client from this page. So that's nice. We like that. Other than that, I'm not 100% sure what this brings to the practice management scene at this point in time, other than the fact that you've got a place to store your client data. So if you haven't got a practice management solution, yeah, I'd say this is a tip box if you're using QuickBooks because there is, you know, an opportunity here to do something much better than Excel, for example. Um, but if you're already on a practice management solution, is there enough to move you over? I don't see it myself. What's everyone else's thoughts? Well, um, I'll, I'll let Johan come in after because he's got his own uh, product. But I, I broadly agree with what you said, Aaron. Um, yeah. And for those people, those those small practices that don't have a practice management solution, I think it definitely does add very useful features. And if they provided this to accountants, you know, maybe if, if you know if you've got more than ten licenses, you know, more than ten QuickBooks licenses that you're on in your wholesale yeah. billing account, or more than twenty, or more than something, and they just gave it to you, then I would have a lot more favourable view of it. But the fact that they are no matter how many, you could have hundreds of QuickBooks licenses, the fact that they are charging more than you would pay a lot of third-party practice management tools for a product that, it is, not, that is not as good as them, um, I think is utterly insane. I, I simply don't get it. Uh, if it were free, then it, it has value. If you, you know, if, you, if, if you don't have a better tool elsewhere. But to pay for this in preference to another tool, I I think is, I, 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 I would not advise somebody to do that. Yeah, 69 yeah. a month. I mean, it's, I can't remember how it goes up from there and how many users you can have and all the rest of it. Um, Unlimited yeah. users. 
unlimited unit, right? So yeah. But I mean, sixty-nine quid for a hundred. You know, let's say you got a practice. Let's say you got fifty to hundred clients. You're paying sixty-nine quid. Um, there is a practice management solution uh, created by somebody not too far from away away from me right now on this Zoom call. Um, that's a lot cheaper than that and does very very much more. I mean, yes, it doesn't have quite the deep integrations, but those deep integrations are, I would say, the least valuable. They look very nice, but I think they're probably the least valuable elements. I, I think there's potential for them, though, right? Like, Sure, sure. I'm still, I, I still see this as a fantastic task management solution when it's ready. I am a little concerned about how long that's going to be and what state that's going to be because even now like if i was just purely going to look at this from a task management solution there's more than just those deep um links need um we can't put any contextual information into those tasks at the moment you know if you are say you're using this as an opportunity to review a vat return for example you'd really want to make that user maybe put some figures in maybe right like put some numbers into a into the the task list or something you'd want that functionality wouldn't you like tell or, or or forward note for the next person whoever's going to do it to to be aware of or something those sort of solutions aren't there it's just a tick box that's all you get you just get the opportunity to tick 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 um because i was really hoping that once we get that data in like that that real deep level data of how much their debtors are and and all that sort of stuff that we could really build a fantastic task management solution around it um we just don't seem to have those tools to do that yet and every time that I, I like question, can it do this? Can it do that? I just get told, well, that other solution that we're not really supposed to talk about doesn't do that. So there's not really any chance this is going to do it anytime soon because that's they're going to have to build it from scratch, which uh, blows my mind. I, I right. never use that other solution properly, but I was I was expecting it to be further down the development than it seems to be. And the, I mean, when when Zero launched it, I've, what what is I've forgotten what Z, XPM, whatever they used to call it, that they yes. had theirs years ago. Um, from I mean, I was never a Zero user really. I had one or two clients on it briefly, but um, I think they offered it for free if you had more than you know, if you were a, a whatever still level pla a Zero user, they still do. Okay, so to me, it, it it it's it is utterly bewildering that Intuit have not offered this for free to accountants who've got more than a certain number of you know if you know if you're a gold or platinum uh pro advisor yeah. to not offer it for free within that i i think is insanity yeah especially when that that in theory the process is already there right we've already got gold platinum we've got all of those tiers we've got all of those yeah. Yeah. opportunities and 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 adding another suite to that jar makes sense right and, and gives another benefit yeah. to it but yeah okay Johan. <laughs> <laughs> this is where this is where positivity comes shining through on. <laughs> I'm not going to get bogged down in feature comparator or anything like that because it's not fair on QuickBooks. I think they've come into a market space yeah. where you, if you've not got feature parity with everyone else on the market, you have to move bleeding quick. Like Client Engager went to the market last year, end of last year, we did not have feature parity. We knew that, but we have moved at a hell of a pace to make sure we've got feature parity by the end of 2023. 
QuickBooks, I know, will not be able to move that fast. Like, look at how long it's taken them to build books to tax or yeah. pro tax. Like, they and do... that's their own product that they can do whatever. They, they yes. can mold it the way they want, right? Right. So they've come into a space where they cannot move quick enough to bring feature parity before others outpace them again. They're always going to be lagging behind because they haven't got the dedicated resources. Because if they came in with feature parity, competitors would go, crap, right, what can we do to have the edge on them? Great, we've inspired some movement in the practice management industry. Fantastic. You know, thank you, QuickBooks. But they've not done that. They've come in at a, a pricing model that I don't disagree with. They're pricing on the base of number of clients. And I think that is a better reflection of growth of a firm and affordability. Yeah, so agreed. If I have 10 clients, but it takes 10 people to deliver those services, then paying 450 quid a month to another practice management software for those 10 users isn't affordable. So, but they've placed themselves slap bang between ourselves, client engager, and the people they've white labeled this from. So it's kind of interesting that they've undercut the people they've white labeled it from. And is that official? Because I've never looked at their pricing. And I don't understand how their pricing could be any more than this. That just blows my mind. The, The pricing of the people they've white labeled it from starts at £99 a month. You're kidding me. Nope. Uh, for, for no no client portal no client portal <laughs> and you've got limited amount of e-signings before you have to pay for more etc so the, and, that, and that gives you up to 250 clients yeah yeah huh. so that's more clients though than the 100 i suppose in you know if you're doing apples to apples right but still yeah. so they've priced themselves in between these two pricing models and i kind of get why because they chose to go down the client pricing model route, and that's fine. Uh, but I think they again they've forgotten who their market is. For people that are using QuickBooks, like ambassadors of QuickBooks, people that are passionate about QuickBooks are the small firms. Mm. There is no like them trying to please the top 100 firms is a complete and utter waste of time and uphill battle. Because this isn't even fit for them. Oh, no, no, not a chance. Yeah, it might be affordable for them, but it's not fit for them. No, so they need to please this the people that are the majority of their user group, the small firm owners, <clears throat> and they've priced them all out. I don't think, like, if you're a one person band, all right, so you're running your firm, you're accounting or your bookkeeping firm with just yourself. 50, 60, 70, 80 clients. I think I got 80 clients before I brought in a part-time person to help me. All of the competitors that charge per user are cheaper than that. If we ignore client engager completely, anyone where you charge per user is cheaper than that. Even Carbon, and they're seen as a premium product. Mm. They've just completely... I've not done their research properly, or they've completely misunderstood the market they're looking at. But I think their biggest their biggest weakness to date is going to be the fact they cannot bring in feature parity to every competitor in the market quick enough. No. And and and, and they don't need feature parity; they need a USP, right? Exactly. Like 
Client Engager is getting to feature parity. We've got one, maybe two more features that we're knocking out this year that will put us on feature parity with everyone else in the market or ex overextend what they've compared to everyone else. But every time we knock out a feature that brings us feature parity, we do it in a way that gives us a USP. So this week, we've just announced 648 integration is coming this year. Now, feature parity with the likes of Accountancy Manager would mean we're requesting codes to be sent in the post. Yeah. The step above and beyond is the fact that we're going to do MTD VAT authorizations through the API with HMRC that Accountancy Manager haven't moved to do anything with since VAT MTD came out, what, two years ago, three years ago? Long ago. So we're always yeah. finding that edge. QuickBooks doesn't need feature parity. It needs a feature parity and a USP. And deep yeah. links into QuickBooks doesn't it doesn't cut it as a as a thing. Well, it can do when it's put out. I just don't feel like they'll have the tools around it to do anything useful with it. Like it it needs you need to have a certain collection of tools to be able to make the most out of that data, right? You know, in an ideal world, it's task management where it's not based on just dates and times. It's based on how dirty or clean the client's records is. But they, are you they paying data. for a task management process? You'd pay a lot more, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Because that's, but that's where I kind of saw them as going for. Like, you're not going against um, accounting manager. You're going against Dexposition or whatever the the Zama became, it was Dex position, wasn't it? Yeah. And yeah, no. get, I get I it. don't think like, they, that's what their overview tool does though. That's per client, overview. right? This, yeah. the idea here is you get a holistic view to be able to see that and be able to yeah. react to, right? I, oh, I don't think they actually know what they're trying to do here. I think that's the problem. They don't know what practice management software actually is and the key functionality of it. So they've got a bit of practice management blended with a bit of tax, task management that isn't in-depth enough for anyone to really use beyond a certain amount of uses. And then they've got a bit of deep linking to pull in the analytics, which I, when everyone nags us at Client Engager for like the zero integration. Yeah. It's more of a kudos thing and a status thing than it is a fun like the value it brings is minimal. All it does is it two two way syncs client data and pulls through invoices from those clients and maybe gives you uh the ability to raise an invoice and client engagement and put it into QuickBooks and stuff like that. It's really compared to the the impactfulness of other features, it's minor. Uh, but everyone but, wants it. But is that you're looking at that from what the QuickBooks integration gives you now, which we all know the APIs haven't been updated in a long time. We all know it's lacking. The zero APIs Oh, is it? Right, okay. Because like, like, my, my assumption was that they would give you more functionality. Right. So in the, on the QuickBooks API, we can pull through a debtors report. Yeah. And we can see all the debtors' information. We've had to build something to do that for us. And now, if, and if you want to drill down and see the whole detailed list, you click on the on you're going to click on the widget, and it's going to take you into your zero to see the report because it's not available on the API. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, in practice management terms, the zero API is not much, no better. 
if anything, it's slightly worse than what QuickBooks is providing. What QuickBooks is. Wow. Uh, wow. So I, I did wonder yeah. on their. I was going to say on on their pricing. I did want because QuickBooks itself, the, the the bookkeeping package is, as we know, much much more expensive in the US. All, all software tends yes. to be a lot more expensive yeah, in the US. Completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want. I mean, just the basic packages in QuickBooks are, are staggeringly expensive over there to, to a UK eye that's used to the pricing of, of software over here. And I wondered whether the pricing had somehow been influenced by Intuit in the US saying, no, no, if you're going to launch this, it needs to be at a at a much higher price. Um, but if that's the UK, UK that... it's just UK, isn't it, for this one? Because doesn't the US have their own practice management? Because it's all through ProTax, isn't it? And there's a maybe, yeah, but it, it may well be that they were told carbon. they have carbon over there, do they? I think they've got a deep link into carbon, which is white labeled right. into practice management. Wow. The practice management the US. It's not popular, but they've got it. <laughs> like. The, the the reason the US QuickBooks can is so expensive is they've got complete and utter market dominance uh. and they can demand it and people will pay it. They don't have that in the UK, which is why the prices are cheaper because it's more competitive a space. Uh. They don't have a market leading product here in the form of practice management that demand that can demand the premium that they're asking for. Agreed. Put it this way, I'm not worried about drop client engager clients dropping off uh, users dropping off and telling us they're moving to QuickBooks. Yeah, that we were worried. End yeah, of last year, right. start yeah. of this year, we were we were very worried. Have we just gone into a market where QuickBooks are going to dominate and offer this all for free or dirt, dirt cheap? Uh, yeah. The more we heard over time, the less worried we got. And after the announcement, we just went, you know, when you you've got that SWOT analysis. And like, you know, strengths, weaknesses, threats, etc. Yeah, yeah. yeah QuickBooks isn't on the threat part anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I just quickly looked at the pricing. For... If anything, they're on the strength because it now helps highlight the value of us. <laughs> yeah. <true. laughs> so just yeah. to push that, they've got, they've made it even higher in the US. The advanced version is two hundred dollars now. I knew it was like one hundred and fifty for a while ago. It's now up to two hundred dollars a month. Just, just for the right. QuickBooks, you're talking about QuickBooks itself, not for their practice QuickBooks Advance. QuickBooks Advance, yeah. sorry, yeah, right. sorry. I was just right. saying about you, you were mentioning how... Yeah, yeah, their pricing, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I knew it was about 150 wasn't it, for QuickBooks Advance? Now it's up to $200 it a was. month. 90 for plus. Um, so, But I have just hot off the press, and we'll talk about it next week, but there is child accounts templates now live in the US model as well, and I know that's coming to UK soon, so that'll, yeah. uh, that'll keep everyone happy, right? Where we can yep. go through, pick a chart account, and uh, have that as a template going forward. <laughs> so interesting, right? So practice management wise, then, yeah. It, but I mean, there'll be some updates for it that we can keep an eye out for and tell people. Uh, I don't know how much longer I'll be allowed to stay on the beta for, but yeah. <laughs> after this, <laughs> yeah. And there's definitely no. I mean, for me, I have to call up the thing and and have a chat with them about pricing for a feature that I'll use for just my bookkeeping team, uh, bookkeeping clients at the moment. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just not, yeah, it's just not been fully baked yet, has it? So we'll, we'll wait and see how that comes through. 
The problem is they don't have time to fully bake it. The the practice management space is so competitive now. Yeah. That what what helps practice management softwares win is the community and the culture and the the followers that it has. And like accountancy managers got a very brand loyal group of people. Pixie's got a very brand loyal group of people. Client managers got a very brand loyal group of people. I don't see QuickBooks even attempting to build that concept. Why? Why are the Pixie ones loyal? Well, we all make mistakes I, in life. I get the rest. I just yeah. If yeah, if that's the solution, then sold My... the dream, not delivered the dream. Yeah. Uh, Paul says, personally, the price point isn't that much of a deal breaker, in my opinion. My concern is it's too feature light for the price, and knowing into it, it could be years before it's classed as feature rich. Yeah, exactly what I've been saying. Um, <laughs> I'm just celebrating it. Why Why are we celebrating this practice management solution? Please do let us know. And Curtis says, my QB said, uh, my QB trial ends 1st of November. Question is, Kirsty, are you staying on or not? And that's it. I mean, we've got over time. Um, what can more can we say? Oh, just good to see you guys there. Uh, yeah, great. Thank you for that one. Brilliant. Um, yeah, so what can we say? I mean, it is what it is, isn't it? It's, it's practice management solution. We've been asking for it. They delivered, in fairness. Uh, we did, because we were scared. I'd rather the delivery was missed. <laughs> it, we'll, we'll, we'll revise it in six months' time and see what happens. I think that's the best thing to do. Yeah um and and then we can uh we can judge it on its uh, final iteration isn't it i just yeah i just don't know what they can do with it based on their base product so let's no. see let's see what happens okay um charlie do you want to tell anyone where they can find you any more bits you want to talk about plug 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 Plug, plug, plug. So please come and find me and about 750 or so other QuickBooks Pro Advisors in our Facebook group. Uh, QBOA UK is the group name on Facebook. Uh, so please come and find us. Lots of interesting chats in there and a place to ask all your questions and things that, um, yeah. Great to see yeah, that. Maybe, maybe put some practice management questions in there. Let's see what we can. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's a very good idea. Because, yeah, we're, now we're part of Account and Council, we can get that feedback directly to them. So, yeah, if yeah. you've got any feedback on it, then that's definitely the best place to start put, populating it. Johan, do you want to plug anything? Is there a product or anything you would recommend that people look at? If, if you, uh, you know what? If you want to see how Client Engager works and what we're truly like, the litmus test is always our Facebook group. If you go in there, you'll see what our response times are like. You'll see how we look after our users, and you'll see how we keep you informed on roadmap ideas. If that sounds, if that's what you want to do, and you you like that, then go for a trial. So our Facebook community group is uh, Practice Management Excellence by Client Engager. Um, you just have a couple of quick questions to answer, just to make sure you aren't one of our competitors trying to sneak in like they were a few months ago. Um, but yes. Uh, join us there also i've got a day in a life vlog video thing going on on youtube every week on a friday night at 6 p.m so have a watch of that um and then join us with ask the accountant every week at 8 30 a.m on a monday morning nice and the plug that we've got to also make is the fact that we're going on tour so from 
next week <laughs> onwards we're in glasgow straight after that we're in reading um and your meeting is there aren't you charlie at reading you're going to be there i yeah i'm so i'm only joining one date of this of this rock and roll tour i will be in reading on the is it the 12th of october it looks like 12, yeah thursday the 12th of october i'll see you guys in reading Okay. Um, after that, we've got Chelmsford. After that, we've got Leeds, and I've missed Old oh, Brighton at the end, isn't it? Which yep. is the final, final leg of the tour. Um, so, yeah, we're looking forward to that one. I've got a session myself on QuickBooks tips and tricks. So, if there's anything you want to go and uh, see about some getting the most out of QuickBooks, then that's what it's all going to be about. And, Johan, what are you talking about on stage? You've got a panel, haven't I'm you? Part of a panel at each, uh, each location. We'll be doing a panel on. Um, various topics all sorts of different topics um so yeah come along it's a good day at the office yeah highly highly recommend it and possibly potentially maybe a little quick uh update from quickbooks labs as well we're going to try and condense what we've learned there if there's any new announcements or anything i'm not expecting new announcements but we could be we could be we could be in for something there could be something released there um and it'd be good just to have that conversation there's people at aprons going to be there so yeah it'll be a good chance to have opportunity and if you do see us as well you get yourself a coveted um top trump as well is on is on office so, yeah definitely go come and say hi so yeah, we're going on tour starting next week. Can't wait for that one. Um, and that's it. That is, has been another episode of QuickBooks Labs. Thank you everybody for listening, chatting away, talking away. Remember, if you are not joining us live, then why not think about joining us live? That way you can ask us questions like everyone has been doing. And you can keep us honest as well if we get anything wrong, which uh, was actually really useful in Asset Accountant last week when uh, we found out that I got things wrong. Um any chance of an uh, Assy Accountant mini podcast pit stop on the road, Joe? Not Assy Accountant branded, but QuickBooks Lab branded is on the work. So don't you worry about that. Uh, we will we will try and get that one sorted. Um, thanks for your question. If you're listening via podcast, don't forget to follow us on Facebook so you can join us live uh, on any future episodes. And we should be back with our normal time next Wednesday, uh, first Wednesday of the week, of the month. Um, and keep an eye out for a mini quickbooks lab style something or other about the roadshow as well because we definitely want to tell people what they're missing out on for that one all right cheers everyone thank you for such a insightful little chat there everyone and thank you for all the comments and thank you to my co-hosts as well as we uh, go and press the outro so cheers everyone thank you and we'll see you next time goodbye bye as an accountant, I've got something to say. I'd like to introduce you to a whole new way to help small business clients. It's easy as one, two, one, two, three, four. QuickBooks Online. Accounting you can customize. Just sit back and relax. It works with over 300 apps. It can sync up with Client Engager, NetTracker, Gold Card List, Get Paid Easily, Crest Call, Smooth, Funding Options. QuickBooks Online, QuickBooks Online, save money and QuickBooks Labs. Labs.